0: Hello everyone, welcome to another special episode of the Naija on the Ball podcast, where we are on the ball with the people that know. As you mentioned, we'll be bringing you inside experience, knowledge from people on the inside of the football and sports industry. And today, once again, we've got another special guest. He is a sports lawyer, he is an experienced sports administrator, and he is the president of Abuja Metro Football Club. Um, Mr. Kelvin umogene. Um, <laughs> okay, Sorry yes. about that. <laughs> That's fun. <fine. laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> um Mr. Kelvin, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show. So um of course, um I gave you just a little intro, but I always like people to, you know, to give their own um little introduction of themselves. Um, Just a a short intro of who you are.
1: Okay, uh, I am Kelvin, Kelvin Omojine. I am a sports lawyer and um, I am the president of Abuja Metro Football Club. It's a supporter-owned football club, really new in uh, Abuja, obviously. I'm Nigerian born and bred.
0: And proudly so. Thank you, thank you for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, of course, um, you know, where we're obviously going to start from is, um, you said you're a sports lawyer, but um, what what's your what was your um interest in football specifically?
1: I I grew up like uh, many kids, many other kids. I grew up um, being passionate about football. Not just um watching, but playing as well. I played a lot of football as a kid and um, through school. Played for my school teams from um secondary school up until university. Ah uh, well, unfortunately, I didn't go beyond um, playing for school teams. <laughs> but the passion has always been there. And um interestingly, I find myself um you know being as fascinated about the behind the scenes, the operational aspects of football as the on-field, you know, drama. So I think that um, since I didn't get to play, that um, informed my venturing into sports law because uh, sometime in 2008, I was working um, at a nice law firm in Lagos. And um, you know this question about where do you see yourself in five years what do you want to, what do you want to be doing in five years what do you want to be you know somehow that um, question just pops to my mind and as much as where i was working was really a nice environment to work in i just knew that there was something extra i wanted and that was sports so back then 2008 you know 2007 actually i just googled the term sports law and i realized there were as of then i just found two you know, two postgraduate courses on sports law and I just instantly knew this is what I want to do and like they say the rest is
0: uh, history. (laughs) I think to be honest I think a lot of people can you know they can identify with you when you say you know obviously you know your your professional career didn't quite (laughs) take off. (laughs) (laughs) You know I think that's always a story for a lot of us who you know we end up becoming coaches we end up becoming pundits uh, sports physiotherapists you know these these are this is seems to be a common story
1: <laughs> yeah and it's it's part of the beauty of the game you know beyond just uh, being on the field you can be an integral part of the whole whole system mm-hmm. aside being a, a player that's part of the beauty of, of the sport
0: exactly exactly um so of course you know um you know the main topic we want to talk about is abuja metro you know um everybody you know i think everybody remember Well, i remember the moment specifically when um i was on social media and i saw a post which was trending you know it was really you know it was really doing numbers you know it was really popular everyone was commenting people are liking it um it was the moment you announced the abuja metro football club and the structure you know um i think it's the first time we've ever seen a community um owned football club in 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 well in my time anyway, in Nigeria, and um, the fact that obviously um, I think you kind of showed your expertise because uh, it was it was unique because you had broken down what it would entail um, so for obviously for people who who may may have missed that moment, um, could you um, explain to us the origin of um, Abuja Metro Football Club and um, just um, a little bit about your initial startup? All right, all right, sure.
1: Um, the origin, I would say, um, Butcher Metro was um, or is born of the you know the desire to see, a mod- modern and model football club that everyone in the metropolis and even beyond you know can be proud of and can embrace. You know, here we follow a lot of um foreign leagues and all. It's not because we do not um. Like domestic football is because we crave for good football, you know, both on and off the field, something you can identify with. And, um, you know, we're thinking look, Abuja is the capital of Nigeria. In uh, many foreign, foreign leagues that uh, we follow, you'd find that the capital city has a decent number of um, clubs in the top flight. But in our domestic league, that is not the case. And if you look um, lower down the league ladder, you find that the clubs from Abuja are typically maybe owned or operated by maybe a government, um, parastatal, or agency. And um, there's hardly something to draw from in terms of, say, a club that has a projection that can get up there and is like a club for everybody. You know, so we thought of, you know, instead of, just talking and writing about these things, let's try and do something to bring to life what's, what we dream about and, and hope for. So that's how we came about the um, idea of starting a football club in, in Abuja. And then, in terms of um, the structure, of course, that was like the next question how do we go about this? And, um, you know, drawing from experiences of um, clubs that have come and gone in Nigeria and beyond, we decided to opt for something sustainable in the long term, you know. And um, the idea of a committee ownership model was something that we easily bought into. And then, of course, not just adopting something from um, somewhere abroad, but having the local flavour and ultimately something that can work domestically. So, looking at the domestic landscape, and of course, even the you know legal framework for not just football now for, you know, businesses, organizations, associations in in Nigeria. We felt, okay, we could do this, and then we opted, we thought about registering as a company, but as things progressed, as we, you know, things got more and more realistic, we found out that our best bet would be to adopt um, a registered cooperative model. So, Abuja Metro Football Club is actually a registered cooperative society. And uh, of course, founded after the, um, based on the community ownership model. So it is fully supporter owned. I am aware that there are one or two clubs that have maybe supporters trust. I don't know how much of a stake, if at all that those supporters trust might have in in the actual club. But in the case of Abuja Metro, it is fully supporter owned. So supporters form the executive, uh, the management board of the club and contribute to the day-to-day uh, the administration of of the club that's uh, essentially that we have a membership scheme you know where we have membership categories focusing on disposable income you know as much as much as football is capital intensive we want wide participation and it's not everybody that has so much of disposable income so that's what we focus on you know and it helps to build that affinity
0: with the club mm. So um, of course, you know, um, it, it's such a such a interesting model. Um, why why do you why do you think um, not many clubs in Nigeria um, had the idea to to go for the fan ownership?
1: Um, unfortunately, I really cannot um, speak for other clubs because I am not privy to really how they were founded and you know. But from experience. Industrial experience, I can tell that most of the clubs are, let me say, sponsored by maybe a government or uh, historically maybe a wealthy individual, you know, and it's more of um, a corporate, do I say like CSR, you know, like they use the cliche, taking use of the streets. We know that is one of the aspects and things that football and sport can be a tool for But It has grown beyond that you know if you want to run a football club or venture into football for that purpose all well and good but we believe that while you're doing that there's a lot more that that you know can be done so our model came from us just sitting down and thinking of what we believe
0: could work mm-hmm. um so um obviously we're going to continue along the lines you know of where we're going just to you know um, get a better idea of the football club, but just before we right. do that, um, I'm sure you know a lot of people listening. They just, they just want to you know get. It's always nice to get a background of the club. So, um, yeah, sure. where did the club What was the the, cho- the choice of the club? What is the club colours? And where did the choice of club colours come from? Oh,
1: okay, <laughs> that was um, another thing that we had to sit down and talk about. And um, okay, we thought of since um, something you know Abuja Metro. Uh the metro comes from um not just metropolis but more or less a metroplex. You know, it's something that means like a complex metropolis. You have the main one and then you have the, the subs uh, uh, as it were. So like if you the layout of the FCT as a whole, you have um the phase one, you have the, the core, the city center. Maitama, say and all, and then you have suburbs linked to it: Kubwa, Lube and um, what what have you. So we our uh, focus is a, is the entire F60 Abuja. So that's complex metropolis structure, the Metroplex, you know, that's formed the metro part of it. Then okay, we we'll talk about Abuja. Okay, getting club colours, Nigeria. Abuja is of course it's uh, you know it's the centre of it all, and um, Nigeria is. Identifies with the green color, so our uh, colors are green and black, basically. So the green, of course, represents Nigeria. Abuja is the, the heart of, of of Nigeria, you know. So the green, and then the black, you know, black, you know, connotes strength. You know, it's um, it took a lot of strength for us to actually try and put this together. And of course, Nigerians, you know, we have this resounding strength that we can, we are always identified with and then looking at the landscape so you have some um like rocks you know and what have you you can identify them as gray black and also we just thought okay this course the essence of nigeria the green and then the strength the black so that's um, largely informed our uh, colors of uh, green and
0: black i like that um one thing you know i would i always say you know um i like I like when things are really thought out I like when there's some when there's a thought process behind things um yeah. it's very good that people can see that there's a clear identity here um, yeah. so that's you know people love a good story you know um I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that part um, and you know you know when people can find out that okay you know this this represents this this represents this this is our identity you know people love that type yeah. of thing. that's the type of thing that brings in more fans. Yeah, we hope we will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for um, people listening, um, obviously, of course, one of the main questions I'd love to know um, is where do you play your home games? Okay. Um, for our inaugural season, which was the 2019
1: season, um, we participated in the FCT, FA, the, the State League. You know, and um, all games were played at the um, Area 3 football pitch in Garakie. So, our official games are played there,
0: currently. Right. Okay. Um, of course, um, another question to get a better idea of your team. Um, who okay. is the head coach?
1: Uh, coach, uh, he's, uh, let me start with his nickname, <laughs> Agility. <laughs> coach <laughs> Agility. He <laughs> says a lot. So yeah, He's, he's Boubacar Ab, Abdullahi. He's a CAFC licensed coach. He's our uh, head coach. Mm. Yeah, and um, uh, let me add that he he used to be um, a goalkeeper and a referee, so he brings in a lot of
0: on hands-on experience. That's really good. Um, of course, you know one of the questions fans always want to know is: um, Does the club have a nickname or a um, or a short or a short name that the club is called?
1: You know, I'll be very. Honest
0: with you on this, we've um,
1: thought about this, and uh, some people have, have come up with things like metros, metro lights, and all that. The fact is, we just we want it to come naturally, you know. So for now, there's nothing, no, no official nickname and all that. We, we believe soon, within the year or two, it will come and it will come naturally. Maybe there's something that will be identified with, and which you know, when it, you, you mention it, and everyone will be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just believe it's come naturally
0: i i I can i can completely understand that um i know sometimes um clubs do prematurely pick the names but i think sometimes it's best to let just let it happen naturally yeah um so yeah back to um our normal line of questions now that we've (laughs) we've got um you know just a bit of the background of the club out of the way um So, um of course you know um Lots of people love to hear the ins and outs of football clubs. What yeah. were some of the barriers or challenges that you faced when you wanted to create this football club and progress it?
1: Oh, challenges! That's a, that's an interesting one. Um, I know that typically every, everyone, and anyone will be expecting want to see funding. That's that's basic, you know. But um, it's, I I think from our experience, the biggest challenges infrastructure. It's infrastructure. Um, we know for a start, it won't be easy to say get a, a piece of land, have a training pitch, have a, a, a mini stadium, but having access to decent training pitches that are available and affordable, I think that has been our biggest challenge. Infrastructure. We do not, to be honest, we do not have um, a, good, a significant number of um, Distant pitches that are
0: that are out there in town. Um, I, I, yeah, that's one that I've heard. Um, I've definitely heard before. Um, but hopefully things. Well, hopefully things do you know get better in the meantime. Um, I, you know, I, we we currently hear the sports minister, um, Sunday Diary, um, you know, speaking positively about you know things that they're planning to do or they have in the works. So hope, hopefully.
1: You know, the. If I may say something, I think um, it's uh, all well and good, you know, working on the national stadium and what have you. But when you talk of a a 20,000 or 40,000 capacity stadium, for a club like us and many other clubs you have at the grassroots, um, it's um, not realistic for us to be thinking of using such facilities right now. I think more than anything else, what we what would you know have the biggest impact is as uh, anyone who knows the layout of Abuja so in um we we'll say for instance you should have even if it's a 2000 capacity football pitch or you have a um a place where grassroots teams can go and maybe pay something and you have up to four pitches there where people can train have access to the basics of football and coaching i think having access to pitches in different localities i don't have to drive um, thirty minutes to get to training. No, where we are based, we should have basic uh, basic amenities for the grassroots. I think it will help if we focus
0: on that. Mm. I, I I definitely I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, so of course you know um, we have to ask because um, I think um, every well everyone has you know gone through this COVID period. Um, how has the covid affected any of the club plans or you know um, you know the way you've been operating oh um massively it has
1: uh, massively affected our, our plans but just before the lockdown we were gearing up for the 2020 edition of the um fct federation cup and they were trying to get you know our plans in motion after wrapping up the previous season you know of course the second season you know the sophomore year or what have you supposed to be you know something you know significant but all that was um put on hold and up until now because even as we speak football activities are yet to resume and of course we've got to comply so we've even had players sending messages and asking oh, what's happening when are we getting back you've you had supporters and people asking but of course the only answer is we just have to wait for for football activities to resume, but the thing is, we've been working in the background so that once things open up, we can, you know, hit the ground running instead of waiting for that point to start putting plans together. It's been uh, disruptive, really, but we are just getting set to you know, hit the ground running once things open up again.
0: So, of course, you mentioned um, you mentioned obviously the 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 players. Um, so, at this moment in time, um, how many, how many um, players do you have within the team? Um, or what's, um, do you have an academy or is it just the first team at this moment in time?
1: Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's nice you mentioned an academy because it's, um, from my experience, it's something that uh, many clubs at this level you know, opt for. But um, it's good to clarify, ours, we've had people make inquiries, you know, ours is not an academy. You know, um, we've seen situations where the name academy is wrongly used. even amateur. But we, we are an amateur football club, so it doesn't mean we, you know, camp players for the purpose of uh, transferring them to other clubs and all of that. We, whatever your, but the ultimate is whatever the players' ambitions are, we are able to, you know, cater to that. So, we are not an academy, it's an amateur football club we are open to anyone, you know, the your love for the game and, of course, considerable um, ability to, you know, it's, yeah, those are the, the main things that determine and who and who can, can play for, which it's open. It's a community thing. So, uh, for instance, we've had, um, for the past year, when we had we started, we've had loads and loads of players come through, but for the official competition, which was the FCC State League, we registered 25 players. So, in terms of Formal formal registration, you know, with the state FA and with the by extension with the NFF, we have on our books 25 players. But like I said, it's an amateur football club, and all the players we have right
0: now are amateur players. Mm. So um of course, well, having you meant having mentioned that it's an amateur football club, um, we have to you know um, ask about the future and so, what is the long-term? What is the long-term goal or vision for Abuja Metro? Well, we
1: have that clear cut. The long-term, long-term vision is to participate in association football at the highest level possible. That's our long-term goal. We want to have a, like I said earlier, a model football club that anyone and everyone will be will be proud of and can embrace. So, we want to be playing in the top flights in the long term. And of course, you know that by extension, have dreams of you know.
0: Playing continental football as well. So, okay, so I'm not sure, well, I'm not sure if you can divulge uh, this information. I'm not sure, um, but I I will ask anyway. um, Okay. So um, in, you know, the short term of five years and in 10 years, what what does that look like for Abuja Metro?
1: Okay, yeah, it's um, part of our plans. It's open. It's uh, that th- I don't think I'll be quiet for that watching. Okay. <laughs> in um, in five years, we are looking at um, being in the national league structure. You know, you have the MPFL, you have the NNL, and you have the NLO. So, at the very least, we should be talking of say, NNL in five years. NNL, and then beyond that, five to ten years, we are looking at being in the top lights. so come uh, 2030 if abuja metro is not um, in the top lights, then uh, i would have a question to answer not like i'll be the president then but that's <laughs> just i uh, just that's just our goal
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, com- I, I completely understand um yeah. so you know um of course um you know um there's a number of questions that people you know always have you know when we have somebody of uh, your knowledge um so um what advice would you give to somebody who um maybe is considering starting a football club um in Nigeria um and you know there's so many different models there's so much um things to consider what advice would you yeah. give what advice would you give that person
1: uh, knowledge <laughs> knowledge and understanding <laughs> of course knowledge of um the business of um Football and uh, the workings of football, and understanding of the domestic circumstances, uh, because in fact, even uh, no matter the amount of resources you have or the passion you have, it is not enough. You know, um, particularly in a developing uh, economy or environment such as ours, you need domestic, you know, local industry knowledge. It's it's vital, and you can get that maybe. By, from experience, being part of the sector, or by consultation, consulting professionals or people who have who have been there, you know, even if I think someone who speaking with people who have tried something and it didn't work, is is is, is helpful even because, like they say, when something fails, you just learn how not to do it, and that's vital for not making the same mistakes. You know, based on the experience of of other people. So I'd say I have knowledge football knowledge and then understanding of the domestic circumstances. Mm.
0: That's my advice. Um, so, um, th- thank you for the advice. I'm sure that would be very helpful for everyone listening. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, I just want to, so for well, you mentioned some of the stuff that you are able to divulge with us, um, yeah. do you have a public plan or st- uh, strategy that you've released um, to the public?
1: Uh, actually, we are working on that because oh, just okay. on, on, a, on a Sunday the 15th, yeah, we had our our elections. What we had prior to that time was an interim management board. So we had our first ever elections on Sunday. And so we just had the substantive management board inaugurated. And uh, we actually we have a meeting scheduled for this weekend. So we are putting our plans together. And we will come out with we we'll have all of that. In fact, even with, it's an open house um, system. Even on our website, every time you'd have our annual reports for the first year and our plans and projections for the years ahead. We will have all of all of that publicly available because we are we are, as I said, it's a community club. where everything is open. We're open to the entire community of Abuja and indeed beyond. Because as it is, we have um, members from who are based outside outside Nigeria even.
0: Um, so, uh, well, we've come to the end. I know it's a, it was a very short interview. But um, just before we finish, I just want to play, you know, just one final game just to um, round up with a few, you know, simple questions, nothing too, um, um, nothing too complex. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, just so that we can get it all in order for the fans. Um, okay. Right. So, what is the name of the club? What is the name of the club? Abuja Metro Football Club, Abuja Metro Football Club, and which state is the club based in? Abuja, the Federal Capital Territory, Nigeria. And you currently play your home games at where?
1: Area 3 Garki.
0: The club yeah, colors, Abuja. the club colors are green and black. The head coach's name is Abubakar Abdullahi,
1: aka Coach Agility. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> you play your um, which league do you currently um, play in
1: the fct
0: FA league um obviously i've got a few other questions but was there any other key information that you wanted um fans to know about abuja metro just before i asked the other questions
1: um okay yeah i i guess i could talk a bit about our membership um structure okay if that's all right Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have a membership scheme that um, that encourages wide committee participation. For our first year, and of course in the short initial year our, our club is funded basically by um, membership con- members' contributions, members dues, as being a being a cooperative society. And um, we have um, essentially three tiers of membership. There is the green, there is the gold, and there is the platinum. A green member, monthly dues, 2,000 uh, Naira. A gold member, monthly is 5,000 Naira. A platinum member, monthly is 10,000 Naira. And regardless of um, whichever category a member is in, members have equal voting rights. As a cooperative society, we are looking in the short-term um, part of the plans we're working on. And of course, you know, there's the aspect of um, commercial and financial benefits to, to members. You know, so that's part of what we are working on, and that's where the in terms of the financial benefits, discounts for merchandise and all, that's where the uh, membership category would, would tell. But in terms of membership rights, it's um, everyone is on equal footstool And then uh, just a recap of our on-field activities for our first um, season. Um, we, we, we had fun, on the we had a lot of fun, not as many wins as we, as we would have loved, but we, we won a, a third of our matches, we drew about another third of our matches and we lost about another third. We played 21 matches in all, including competitive matches, you know, and um, I don't think that's, that's too bad for such a new and uh, inexperienced club.
0: So, of course, you know, a question I should have asked you earlier is, I know, you know, one thing fans love to hear, um, you know, about football clubs is um, about derbies and rivalries. Do you currently have a club um, who you are rivaling with um, locally? (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) Well, that's interesting.
1: Of course, that's that's part of it. Um, I think the nearest to a rivalry, I'd say, is um, with um, IJAP Rocks. Um, they are they are more much more experienced than we are and um, we've played against them i think three times three times um, we lost the first but uh, we drew um, one one on the other two two occasions but the essence it, it's not so much of a rival rivalry still well, but the thing is um from our own management and their own management there's a close close bond so it's more or less, it's more or less of a friendly rivalry and there are people we can Always call upon whenever we want a um, tough, tough uh, assessment of, of ourselves.
0: Um, so, just before we finish, um, I just wanted to ask what are your um, goals and predictions for this upcoming season uh, when we do eventually resume?
1: We want to um, improve on, on, on last season. That, um, that's improve on, on last season. And um, in the State League, we couldn't um, get beyond the first place. Although we were jointly tied in third place in our group, however you want to interpret that, we came fifth, in a group of five, we came fifth, same number of points with the, with the third and fourth place team. So we want to do better. We we won one of our four games. We drew another one. You know, we want to, want, we just want to do better for a start on field. And then off field, we are looking to not just increase our membership numbers, but we really want to get our community engagement going. Um, We have um, plans in the works for, you know, monthly activities from networking, meetings, to, you know, match days. We want to have at least one, even when the league is not on, have at least one, you know, one one match per month that, can really draw people and we'll have activities around it so we can start to build that much the experience for our for members, fans, and just for all of us generally.
0: Um, well, it's definitely been a, a pleasure having you on the show. Um, I definitely um, look forward to seeing the future progress and, you know, the strides that Abuja Metro is definitely going to make. Um, Thank you. It's so nice. We, <laughs> it's been <laughs> nice. It's definitely, it's definitely been really good to get an insight um, behind uh, Abuja Metro because I do think, you know, um, you know, sometimes when you have, you know, when you have um, challenges, it's important that um, you find unique solutions, and True. I def- and I definitely believe that um, you know this community ownership is a is a unique solution to um, some of the challenges that we have here in Nigeria. Um, True. And you know, uh, already, you know, I, there's so many things you can say about Abuja Metro, you know, the name is catchy, you know, the badge is is is, is very um, memorable, you know. Oh thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know, um it's definitely it's definitely something that we would we'll definitely look out for. Um so thank you for coming on the show. Oh thank you so much for having me. Um, for of course, you know, whenever people listen to the show, um obviously um They always want to ask questions. Um, Where's the best place to contact? If they want to ask you a question, where is the best place for them to contact you? And um, what are the social media handles for Abuja Metro Football Club? Okay, nice. Thank you very much.
1: Yes, um, we are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us at Abuja Metro FC at Abuja Metro FC on uh, across uh, those social media platforms. And um, our website is um dot ng and we can be reached by, uh, by email at info at abuja dot ng but it's easy to reach us via our social any of our social media handles at abuja metro fc and we'll surely get
0: back. Um <laughs> i know i said it was the end but i, I do have one question <laughs> no, um, yeah, no problem I, at all i know obviously um being a amateur football club um playing in the grassroots um a lot of the time you're looking for um uh people to assist or volunteers or workers do you currently have uh vacancies open for people who are um looking
1: yes indeed in fact um part of what we are working on is um a scheme for volunteers, because like I said earlier, the administrative aspect is um, on the shoulders of members, but not all members are actually based in Abuja. And then of course, being a community a community club, there's this opportunity for, for people to volunteer. And the, the interesting thing is we are forward thinking. So anyone who's volunteering with us, whether as a member of the coaching staff, a physio, medical, business development, or uh, what have you you have the opportunity of bringing up and implementing your own ideas you know making impact in football and in society generally so we have and we are actually going to do some adverts recently shortly on 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 that and even in terms of um in terms of partnerships with maybe corporates sponsorship you know we we believe that um beyond csr football football there's power in football and anybody, organisation we are partnering with or that we are taking on as a sponsor, we, we are developing ourselves to have some leverage for something to give back. So it's not just um, sponsorship, we're not going cap in hand, we're actually working on having leverage you know, when it comes to partnerships. However, we are really grateful to um, those organisations that have, even in our early stages, yeah, bought into our vision and have already begun partnering with us. We have um, both um, sportswear manufacturers, Easy Sports Pro, Kinisco, and even them um, from um, way, way all the way from the United States, um, to Kareli Productions, who did some fantastic videos for us um, last last season.
0: Um, <laughs> this time, it, it, um, we we really have come to the end. <laughs> 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 um, Thank you. Thank you so much for, for everything you've shared with us today. Um, it's definitely been a pleasure.
1: It has been a pleasure
0: from this end, too. Thank you so much. And I must say, great
1: job with the, with the podcast. I've listened to the episodes and yeah, I've, learned, I've learned also from, from the previous guests. And I want to say, good job. Keep going.
0: All the best with it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, for everyone listening, remember to share, remember to like, remember to recommend the podcast. Um, once again, this has been the Ninja on the ball podcast where we are on the ball with the people that know.
1: Thank you.